What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cheating wife went bananas when I exposed her affair and sent her daddy proofs what her angel daughter do to climb up the corporate ladder. I am 57 my wife is 48. We have been married for 14 years. I have been lurking on and off on this forum and I never thought this would happen to me. For the past few years since my wife got promoted and she started making more money. I have noticed that she has been kind of distant. But lately once the COVID shutdown happened we like everyone else were forced to all be home and quarantine. Sometime in April, I saw a drastic change in my wife like a flick of a switch. She told me she could not handle the shutdown and felt completely trapped. I think it also forced us to take a closer look at our marriage and problems. At the beginning of our marriage, we were very compatible, have similar interests, and agree on most things. There have always been problems in our marriage, but it was easy to avoid them with the distraction of our work. The issues caused me to shut down from time to time. It eventually led to us sleeping in separate bedrooms, yet we still had closeness from time to time, and she is still a good mother to our three children under the age of 13. I know we are not unique in having the grind of working and raising a family and the stresses that come along with it. Before COVID happened, we would fight about our problems, it was almost like she is more irritated than usual. She would make everything a big fight. She suggested we need marriage counseling, and I agreed because I wanted things to go back the way they used to be. Like when we got married and I was willing to do whatever it takes to fix it, since we were still on lockdown it wasn't easy to find a marriage counselor, so I asked her if we could talk things out while trying to find a marriage counselor. She would go into rage and rant about how bad of a husband I am and give me every detail of how bad I was over the entirety of our marriage. I told her I loved her and owned up to my part of making her feel neglected and wanting to work on making things better. She insists that I don't care about her and wants space and counseling to let things work out. I was upfront with her and asked her if she still wants to stay in this marriage and she assures me that she doesn't want divorce or separation and wanted to resolve things with a counselor. By June, I just could not take it anymore. I was in the dark about why these extreme things were happening.
I was torn apart inside with feelings of my marriage and family imploding. My kids, although young, have a good sense of our problems, and I can see how it is making them depressed. I felt I had to go with my gut that there was something else going on, so I did my own detective work. My gut tells me that there was a more serious problem than our already broken marriage. I noticed that she never leaves the room without her cell phone, when we are watching TV she always seems to be on her phone. She will position her phone in such a way that I can't see her screen. She also sits on the couch in a paralyzed state not paying attention to me or the TV, eagerly waiting for the next text. The phone never leaves her hand, and she is communicating with somebody night and day, and leaves the house to take a car ride saying she is bored. I have been on this site long enough to know that she is cheating, am only able to notice things since we are stuck in the house, it has exposed how blind I have been. I know something is wrong, but I want to be sure, so I order a voice-activated recorder on Amazon, it was shipped overnight, since I know where she keeps her spare key to her car. I installed the voice-activated recorder in her car, the following night, while she sleeps. Two days later, I retrieved the voice-activated recorder from my wife's car and listened to it. I can only hear my wife speaking though, she wasn't with anyone, but she was definitely talking on the phone with a guy, she was discussing things about work and also how she misses him, and how bored I am, and how she can't wait to be with the other man. According to what I heard, it appears that they planned to meet at a hotel parking lot closer to my house, when she arrived at what I presumed is the meeting location she stopped, and step out of her car cause I could hear the car door close shut. After listening to this, I was ready to blow a gasket, words cannot explain how angry I was. At first, I wanted to confront her. I felt betrayed and humiliated, at that moment I knew my marriage was over, but I still need stronger evidence to remove any doubt on my mind. I have evidence that she is having an emotional affair and by the conversation. I can tell that they are already having a physical affair. I can tell by the conversation that it's somebody from work, but I don't know who, I haven't met anybody that she works with. She used to invite me to her work family gathering, but since she got a promotion two years ago she stopped inviting me, and I never asked why. If possible, I plan on catching her in the act, but unfortunately, she didn't step out of the house for another late-night car ride for the next two weeks. Meanwhile, I am living in the house with somebody that clearly has no respect for our marriage. I had to sit quietly and act normal knowing fully well that the woman I have loved for 15 years is cheating on me. You might ask me, why don't I confront her? I know all I need to know. But I know my wife, she is the type that would deny, 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 and it would turn into a huge fight. Since I don't have any strong proof of the physical affairs, I will lose the opportunity of getting closure and she would find a way to turn it around on me, she is very clever. I need evidence before the confrontation. Furthermore, to add to the voice-activated recorder. I also installed a GPS tracker in her car, this GPS tracker came with a phone app and it records her car location, with this GPS I can track where her car is at all times through my phone. Two weeks later, I believe it was around mid-June, COVID restrictions were easing in my area, I and my wife have started going back to work. One evening after we both came back from work, we had dinner, we were watching TV with the kids, she was on her phone as usual texting, then she said she was going for a late night ride to clear her head. After she said that, I felt a mixed emotion of anger and relief, I have been waiting for this moment for the past two weeks. 
I felt relieved because catching her red-handed has been on my mind for the past two weeks. I could think of nothing else, I couldn't even concentrate at work. I wasn't wondering how things went this bad in my marriage, was there anything I could have done differently to prevent her from cheating? Was it because she is now making more money? I know from the stories that I have read on this site to never blame myself for her cheating, but I couldn't help it. So as soon as I heard her car leave the driveway, I turned off the TV and put the kids to bed. I hurried to get my phone, opened that app and I saw her car was at the same parking lot close to my house. I assumed that they booked a hotel room. So I planned on camping at the hotel lobby to catch them when they come out. How stupid could she be to chose her cheating location so close to her home, is this carelessness, or have I been so blind that she disregard the fact that I will find out? Now that I think about it, who the hell goes for a ride in the middle of the night to clear their head? She must think I'm such a fool person, or maybe because we are going through a rough parch in our marriage and wanted to give a space, she took advantage of this. It's been about 20 minutes since she left, so I got into my car, since I already knew her location from the GPS. I drove to the hotel, when I arrived at the hotel I only saw five cars on the parking lot. It is normally not a busy hotel, but it looked unusually quiet. I noticed that there were not light on the lobby, so I realized that the hotel is still shut down due to COVID. I parked at a distance from other cars and noticed my wife's car is parked at a secluded area of the parking lot, there is also an SUV parked next to her. My heart started beating when I realized that they both may be in either her car or his, my wife drive a sedan. I wasn't sure if they have noticed me because by the way they parked they could see any car coming into the parking lot from the highway. The parking lot was dark and quiet and they were in a secluded area of the parking lot. I turned off my car and stared in their direction to see if I could make out whether they are still in the car. Since the hotel is closed they must either be in his or her car. The more I stare the more I realize that they are not in the car because the driver and passenger side of the car is empty. By now it has been almost 40 minutes since she left the house, and I know that she will be heading back home anytime soon because she knows that I will be worried about her being out for this long this late. The thought that went on my mind was, how could she leave the house and kids for some cheap zex in a motel parking lot with a stranger? I assume the stranger is her co-worker. This is not the same woman I was married 15 years ago. I couldn't just drive to the secluded area where they parked, it was about 30 yards away. So I made a faithful decision to get out my car and walk toward their car, in such a way that I they wouldn't see me coming. The closer I got to their cars the more I notice a more rhythmic movement of the SUV. At this moment all the emotion I have been holding back for the past week just got to me at once, I lost it, and I ran toward the car. They were at the back of the SUV, the window glass is tinted so I couldn't see anything, but I know they are there. I tried to open the door but the door was locked. I bashed on the screen trying to break it, immediately I noticed both of their shadow as they jumped, looks like they were having Zex on the back seat. I notice a man that I don't recognize got on the driver's seat and drove away before I could break the window. She was on the back seat with the tented window, so I couldn't see her clear, but without a doubt they were having Zex on the back seat. I can't believe my wife of 15 years is being ducked on a cheap motel parking lot like a cheap tramp by a stranger. He drove as fast as he could out of the parking lot and I felt like I have failed in my mission to catch them pants down. I wanted to catch them unclothed, but at least she can't deny it. I caught her red-handed. 
now she knows that she is a tramp. With a heavy heart I walked back to my car and drove home. I couldn't sleep that night. She didn't come back till 5 a.m. in the morning. I was waiting for her in the living room. I didn't want to cause a scene because my kids are home and their school is shut down due to COVID. As soon as she walks in the door, I noticed she looked exhausted. Her body language reeks with guilt and shame, shame that she got caught ducking a stranger in a motel parking lot, she couldn't look me in the eyes. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The first words out of her mouth is I can explain everything, it's not what it looks like. I told her I knew she was meeting with him on several occasions. She said she knew the guy for about six months, but she wouldn't tell me who he was or that she works with him. She said they both had marriage problems and felt lonely so happy to help each other. She said they only had sex once which was when I caught them. She became defensive saying that we have been having marriage problems and she has been feeling stressed. She said she didn't want to split, she wants to continue working on us, but she needed to be left alone right now. She was defensive and mostly angered that I had listened to her conversation and followed her. She also said she will not stop seeing this person and feels the support from him is justified given how bad our marriage has been. I know most will read this and quickly say there is no hope for this marriage and maybe say that it is not my fault. I do feel like it is my fault for letting the marriage get to this point of their being in an affair. The thought of breaking up my family and permanently damaging my kids is ripping me apart. Hoping to hear some unbiased feedback. Much appreciated. I do agree with the advice and will act on it. I need to step back for a couple days and collect my thoughts before diving into this. She only admitted to the parking lot's ex and continued to claim that it was the only time, which I know is a lie. 
My proof of phone discussion reveals that it's been going on for longer, and they have been having sex multiple times. I also live in a no-fault state for divorce, so we'll need to get the proper legal advice first, so I don't get wiped out in the divorce. I really need to protect the assets I owned prior to marriage. I want to tell the other man's wife about everything, but I do not know how to contact her. I would need his info first to be able to get contact information. I appreciate all the feedback, and I feel the same as everyone else that is sounding off. I want to tell my wife off about how bad of a person she really is. I want to contact the paramour's wife about the affair and blow up his family like what is happening to mine. I want to file for divorce immediately. I also want to protect myself though like others have mentioned. To do this I need to strengthen myself like advised in the 180. I can't escalate things immediately as it will enable an expensive and lengthy divorce. I am trying to keep a level head so I don't get wiped out in divorce and get a bad custody deal. I have way too much to lose. I do realize now that this was not my fault and that my wayward spouse would have done this anyway. After 15 years I guess I did not know her as well as I thought I did. She has big issues, a loser, a liar and too weak to seek help before stepping out of the marriage for a quick fix. I believe karma will catch up to her. Has anyone tried this calmer non-escalating approach and did it work? I am not asking about reconciliation. I am referring to taking the steps to divorce in a calm, organized and patient manner in the best interest for me and my kids. It may sound weak to some, but I want to understand why the affair happened, get closure and move on. I don't think blowing up the affair, going after the other person and his wife and shredding my wife will help me get past this. Maybe it would give me immediate satisfaction, but not really help in the long run. At some point I will need to forgive my wife or the anger will eat away at me for the rest of my life. I have contacted several lawyers and understand from them what my best path forward to protect myself and assets. I also meet with a therapist weekly to help sort things out in my head. My approach to all of this stuff is for the best interest of me and my kids only. I do recognize all the knowledge on this forum coming from real-life stories of betrayal. Believe me I am angry and hurting from this experience. I know others on this forum are hurt and angry from having similar experiences. My sense is that some will carry that anger and hurt with them forever, and maybe for good reason. I don't expect it will ever leave me completely. I do want to heal from this though in the best way possible. It may sound weak to some, but I want to understand why the affair happened, get closure and move on. I don't think blowing up the affair, going after the other person and his wife and shredding my wife will help me get past this. Maybe it would give me immediate satisfaction, but not really help in the long run. At some point I will need to forgive my wife or the anger will eat away at me for the rest of my life. I have contacted several lawyers and understand from them what my best path forward will be to protect myself and assets. I also meet with a therapist weekly to help sort things out in my head. My approach to all of this stuff is for the best interest of me and my kids only. Edit, I will tell my wife I will be divorcing her. I expect to tell her in the next couple days. I don't expect her to be upset or feel guilty about cheating. She feels it was necessary and justified to get out of a long-time loveless marriage, and that is how she will explain it to everyone. She will most likely move on with her affair partner that she met at work. They both hold senior positions and make good income so life ahead together looks pretty rosy in their eyes.
I like and agree with the 180 and have been trying to keep up with it. I know this affair is not my fault but I can't help but feel so much shame right now. I am being abandoned for a much more successful mate that is younger and who will eventually step into my role as stepdad to my three daughters. Both under the age of 13 they are still very impressionable. I will love them as much as I can but may not be able to provide as well as the parents in their new life. This all feels very shameful to admit to my family and friends. This is a tough pill to swallow and will be a rough recovery for me. I still don't have the name of the affair partner but will be doing more investigative work. I am not sure but have a gut feeling he may be single or divorced. The only way the affair would end is if he ends it. They both seem to be invested in this relationship, my wife especially. I just told me mother-in-law about my wife's cheating. I told her I understand you will always stand behind your daughter. That your daughter will tell you I am a terrible husband and she had no choice but to stray. To my surprise my mother-in-law said don't expect that we will always side with our daughter. We have values and believe cheating is wrong and if she is doing so we will tell her she is wrong. She was also surprised and never expected this of her daughter. She told me not to quit on this marriage and still try to work on things. Coming from my mother-in-law she is thinking of the kids and family. I already know the reality is that this is not fixable. Edit 2. A very good day for me. I found out who this guy is. I left work early and went to my wife's work, obviously without her knowledge, since all I have to go on is a particular SUV. I searched for the said SUV on the parking lot, found it, and waited till the POS other man finished work and entered the car. I didn't clearly make out his face the night that I caught him did it with my wife but I was very confident that it was him. I then followed him for 25 miles to his house. As he pulled into his driveway I took note of the address. He probably knows he was being followed but I really don't care. I even got a good look at his face in his side view mirror as I was behind him. When I got home I did my research on Google and other sites and got full contact info. I also saw his picture online and it matches what I saw of him in his mirror. It turns out he is married with three kids. Sounds like a lot for him to lose. I also have his wife's info including a picture of her and phone number. I have to think how I want to handle this but will most likely contact her. It may sound strange but I feel so pumped knowing all this info. There is not much now I don't know about this whole affair and that gives me sound mind going forward. So, I finally called the other man's spouse. Yes, they are married and have two kids. She sounds like a tough girl. Long story short, I told her about the parking lot incident and she connected the dots on the late night trips to the store her husband had been making. She was very angry and wanted to call her husband to confront him immediately. I suggested she think it through and then confront him face to face. She said they have a summer vacation planned next week with extended families and kids so weren't sure of the timing for confronting. It's been a couple of days now that she knows but not sure she confronted yet because my wife has said nothing. Her affair partner seems to be a co-worker. They both hold senior positions and make good income. I don't know what the other betrayed spouse will do and I don't care at this point. I am still living in the same house with my betrayed wife. I am serving her paper this week. I am trying to be as civil as possible because of the kids and I don't want them to see us shouting and arguing. Update
It's been two weeks since I caught my wife ducking her co-worker in a cheap motel parking lot. Still can't believe a 48-year-old married woman that works as an assistant director of a company will stoop so low as to be ducking her colleague in such a place. I always wonder why she wouldn't just divorce or separate before she put me through this humiliation. I have always thought that we would grow old together. I thought that she was the one. The day after D-Day I told her to move her things to the guest bedroom. I called in sick for the day and she did the same as well. We planned to have a calm civil discussion about our marriage. My plan was to be calm and allow her to speak, since I have been blind throughout this relationship her deception came as a shock to me. I have always had anger issues in the past because I came from a broken home. My dad left when I was young and my mom couldn't seem to keep a man. My life was a revolving door of stepdads, misuse, and neglect. Because of my experience I made a promise to myself that when I get marriage and have children, my case will be different. My marriage will be full with love. I will never abandon my wife and children no matter what. I will raise my kids in a traditional home and give them the best love possible. I felt like a failure and the demons of my parent have followed me. Now back to the meeting with my wayward wife, despite the fact that I want to yell at her because of how much of a disgusting tramp she is. I still wanted to hear her out, even though I know that everything that comes out of her mouth will be a lie. It's like I want to hear her say something that will dissuade me from going through with a divorce. I still loved her and part of me still wanted the relationship to work if not thing else, but the sake of my kids, the thought of my kids going through what I went through make my heart bleed. During the sit-down with my wayward wife, she said that she is sorry for betraying my trust and for cheating on me. She says she is remorseful, she blamed her infidelity on work stress and the fact that we have been having problems in our marriage. She said that I have been distanced and I wasn't treating how the way that I used to. She said that it was clear that we no longer have sex like we used to, which is not entirely true because we normally have sex at least twice a week, which is not bad for a 15-year marriage with hectic work schedule and three kids. She went on to say that they only had sex that one time, and she would like us to attend a marriage counseling to work on our marriage. It had all the hallmark of blame-shifting and trickle-truthing, like the stories I have seen on this site. It is amazing how all the wayward wife reactions I have read on this site are similar to her behavior. She must have really thought I was a moron to believe that they only did it one time just like I have read on this site, she is only sorry she got caught. I told her that I didn't believe that she is telling me the entire truth, I told her that I believe that they have had sex more time on several occasions. I could see by the reaction on her face that she was unusually unequipped to response to the fact that I didn't believe anything she said. She went straight to her default state of acting defensive, she kept on saying, why were you spying on me? You should have tried to fix our marriage instead of spying on me. The old me would have choked her right about now and threw her out the door along with her belongings. But then she would call the cops, then I will probably be handcuffed and go to jail, and more damning to me is my kids playing in the backyard, and I would essentially turn their life into my childhood. As unfaithful as my wayward wife has been I still want my kids to love her. I still want to protect this mirage of a happy family, but I have read enough from this sites to know that you should never stay in a marriage because of the kids, especially in my case, the most embarrassing betrayer of having a tramp as a wife. I am a very proud man, it is embarrassing to tell people that I caught my wife back work colleague in her car.
I know that I'm all over the place with my post, but I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience. I didn't want to review to her that I bugged her car for the past three weeks, or that I have installed a GPS tracker in her car to know where she is at all times. I don't know if that's even legal in my state, but I don't want to give her any ammunition against me. I waited till she finished yapping her mouth, then I told her that she had destroyed our marriage, and more than anything the life of our children, she interrupted by saying that there is no reason why we shouldn't continue the path of marriage counseling, but I reminded her that she told me that she wouldn't stop seeing her affair partner, I asked her what caused her to change her mind from last night till now. I reminded her that she told me that she will not stop seeing him and that she said that the support from him is justified given how bad our marriage has been. She responded that she was living a dream and she has gotten too comfortable with him because they work together. I asked her why she initially refused to tell me that they work together and she said that because she didn't want to cause further destruction to his family and didn't want me to lose my anger, she said she is surprised that I was calm and not as angry as she taught which is why she didn't tell me everything, I told her that she is still not tell me everything and that she is trickle-truthing me. Not like it matters, but I asked her why they chose a parking lot, why did she reduce herself to such low, they could afford somewhere better but I guess it was because of its conspicuous location and the COVID lockdown on all hotel around town. What bothers me more than anything else is that I suspect that this may have been going on for over two years under my nose. Two years ago was when she stopped inviting me to work events, her employers always host family event and employees are encouraged to bring their spouse. I read in a post that most married women have work husbands. I guess she didn't want him to see who she is cheating on him with. I told her as a condition for me to consider marriage counseling. She has to provide me with a timeline of when the affair started, she has to go no contact with her affair partner, and she has to quit her job, if she can't do that then we should go our separate ways. She insists she's told me everything, but I simply don't believe it. She said that her affair partner has been trying to reach out to her, but she has been ignoring his calls. And she eventually has to deal with him because they work on several projects together, and since she is at a high level in the company, she can't just quit, we need the extra income, it's better to get a transfer to another department. She told me that she will force him to either put in a transfer or she will. After the meeting with my wayward wife, she agreed to provide a written timeline of when the affair started, she agreed to move to a different department to get away from her affair partner within three weeks and to go no contact with him. I know most of you are suggesting that I call the HR department and blow the whistle on both of them, but I don't see how that would benefit me, I make a good income, but she still brings home the bacon, if we get a divorce today, I wouldn't be paying her child support or alimonies, the only issue I'm afraid of is a custody battle. Don't get me wrong, I am still considering moving forward with a divorce. I accepted the meeting partly because I wanted to create the illusion that I was still interested in the marriage to buy enough time to see a lawyer and know all my options and part of me wanted to know more about the relationship and how long the deception has been going on. Furthermore, I didn't want to create animosity between us where she would fight me in court for custody of my children, she has already destroyed my life, I don't want her to destroy the life of my children. I believe that whatever timeline she comes up with will be a PG-13 of the truth, she would try to gaslight me as much as she could possibly get away with. But I don't want to show my hand, I don't want to tell her about my intention to get a divorce before speaking with a lawyer to have game plan. It's been two days since I had the meeting with my wayward wife, she gave me the timeline of the affair, to sum it up. She admitted that she has been having an emotional affair with the affair partner for the past two years, 
Six months ago they started kissing but didn't have sex till the night I caught them. She wrote that it started when she received a promotion, she became more visible in the company, since he was in the majority of the upper management meetings she attended he noticed her. He complimented her on how impressed he is by her work, he suggested that they collaborate on several work projects, even before they began collaborating on projects together, he slowly began hitting on her, it started with simple gesture like complimenting the color of her cloths, to her smile down to her shoe etc. They became friendly and the compliment went more explicit like how voluptuous she looks, she initially rebuffed his compliment as cheesy, but said nothing to discourage it. She said it felt good to be complimented by a young successful man, she started considering what he would think about her cloths before she puts it on for work. She would say to herself, would he like this if I wear this? He would bring her gift and flowers, she initially resisted his gift but thought it was cute, he would do things like ordering her a bouquet of flowers to her office unanimously and people would think that it was her husband. She admitted that she enjoyed every bit of the romances. She began to expect his compliments every morning at work, she looks forward to it, she would intentionally walk all the way to his office window, so he would notice her. She said that sometimes when he forgets to compliment her, she would walk by his office several times as if to remind her. I also remember that my wayward wife wardrobe changed, I noticed that she was dressed more sexy to work, but I didn't think notice of it. I thought it was because she go a promotion. I don't know, now that I think about it should have been a red flag, this was also the period of time our marriage started going down high, she was enjoying compliment from another married man, comparing him to me, screaming and disrupting her household all because she was feeling guilty. She said that he made her feel beautiful, he made her feel wanted. Her intention was not to have an affair to enjoy the romance, because it boosts her self-esteem. She said she loved me so much, but enjoyed the attention she gets from him. She said that since she started receiving constant compliment and attention from him she noticed her work output improved. She admitted that she could feel his gaze anytime she walks into anywhere at work, she admitted that she enjoyed the attention, she said that she told herself that it's not cheating if they are not having a physical affair, she said that his attention, constant compliment, sense of humor comforts her from the troubles that we are going through in our marriage. Ironically the cause of the troubles were because she was feeling guilty of what she is doing and taking it on our marriage. The first time they kissed was six months ago, it happened when they closed a successful deal and decided to go out for a drink to celebrate after work. I remember she told me about this guy from work, how he is so cheesy, but then she stopped talking about him, and like always I didn't think nothing of it. Now they have gone out for lunch several times before, but not after work, after a couple of cocktails drinks, they headed to the garage, he accompanied her to her car and before she could turn around to say goodbye, she claimed that he forced himself on her and kissed her. She didn't mention this to me after it happened, and she wrote that she refused to speak to him for a week after incident, but didn't tell anybody neither, not HR, not me, no her friend, but soon after she couldn't get the kiss out of her mind, she began to lost over him and long for the moment like that with him, she started wearing reviewing clothing, take a few button her blouse to revel her cleavage so he would notice her, trying to entice him to get their relationship back to what it was. Because she claimed that he thought she was file a harassment claim against him to HR, after some time their relationship was back to normal, she invited him to lunch hoping he could attempt to kiss her again, he did, and from then on, they kiss and fondle each other any chance they get. She said that what excited her the most was the thrill of getting caught. I wasn't expecting her to reveal all this disgusting detail, 
so I felt like if she is willing to reveal this much, then there is certainly more, much, much more, that she is hiding, where there is smoke there is fire. She said that after months of lockdown, she felt like a caged obsessed, validation from him was her drugs, she could think of nothing else but the daily dose of compliments she was receiving from him at work, at some point during the lockdown she thought about nothing but him. They started texting each other frequently during the lockdown, she couldn't keep her hands off her phone, this was when I started suspecting something. But texting wasn't enough she had to see him, all the pent-up tension caused them to arrange to meet up, initially they just wanted to talk and kiss, but once they saw each other they couldn't hold back. After reading he timeline, was like dagger to my chest, it was clear that she is in love with her affair partner, even though she keeps apologizing and saying that she wants to work on our relationship, but I believe the ship has sealed. I know that if I accept a married counseling, I will be condoning her behavior, I imagine that maybe her affair partner want to stay in his marriage and she is using me for plan B. This morning I visited three lawyer around downtown to see which one is more suitable for more, I found a female lawyer, and she is feisty one, I told her my story, and even gave her my wife written timeline, she said that I have done great her having her document her infidelity, even if it's not entirely true I could help my cause if the divorce gets nasty. She also said that if I want to file for divorce in my state, I have three months to do it because she said that I should bear in mind that after learning of adultery, you have only three months to issue a divorce petition. Once that time is up, you cannot use the adultery to divorce your spouse, and you will be regarded as having condoned it. I was hoping that this would help me during custody battle in case the divorce goes nasty. So I told my wayward wife last night that I am filling for divorce. I was planning to serve her at work, but I felt the need to tell her so we could talk about it like adult. But lo and behold I did not expect her reaction, she claimed that I have deceived and gave her the impression that we are going to fix the marriage. I responded that she made that decision for herself when she spread her legs in a parking lot like a cheap tramp, and it exploded into a shouting match. We were yelling at the top of our voice at that moment that I didn't notice my 10-year-old daughter was in the living room crying as we yell at each other. I couldn't remember much of what happened, but I know that I called her all kind of names in anger, at this point my kids were all awake and could hear everything, and I'm sure the neighbors could hear us both. At some during the argument she started crying and asking for forgiveness, saying she loves me, and I shouldn't break up the family. I could see that she felt ashamed because my kids are now in the living room crying, it dawned on her how much she had hurt me, how much she had destroyed our once beautiful family, my kid are crying, my wayward wife ran into the guest room and shot the door crying. I have won the argument, but I have lost my family, I have turned my kids to what I was afraid of the most. I hate her for making me feel this way, I hate her for destroying my family but I know deep inside that I didn't what had to be done. Update I told my wayward wife yesterday that we were getting a divorce and she blew a gasket. We had a big argument and I said some things that I am not proud of, especially in front of my children. My wayward wife didn't expect me to file for a divorce, I can't believe that she expects me to stay in this relationship after such a betrayal. I felt like in her eyes, I had become so insignificant that I should just work on a relationship knowing that she has been having an emotional affair for two years. Although I didn't notify her that I was going to serve her the divorce paper this morning. I had a process server serve her at her work. As soon as she was served, she started blowing up my phone, she must have called me like 20 times. I didn't pick up, she is coming home tonight, so it seems like we are going to have another big fight again. I could argue and fight with her all day, 
but wouldn't be good environment for my kids. To avoid raising my kids in a hostile environment, I am hoping to move out as soon as possible, I will be looking for a condo tomorrow, but before I do that I need to speak to my lawyer. Our home has become a hostile environment for our relationship and our kids. So, my wayward wife came home early from work at 3 p.m., I came home later around 6 p.m. I picked up my kids after work and I dropped them off at my in-law's place about 25 miles from our home, because I anticipated a possibility of a fight when I returned home. On caring for our kids, she has always been the one that is responsible for dropping the kids at school or daycare, and I am the one that picks them up after work. I really didn't want to stay in that home any longer, but I didn't want to move out without speaking to a lawyer. My strategy tonight is to not confront or speak with her because since she knows our kids are not there, she could call the cops on me and accuse me of whatever she wants, and yet at this point I don't want to say that she is not capable of that. But you cannot predict what a woman scorned is capable of, especially when she is desperate. I plan to use the voice recorder on my phone to record the interaction between us to protect myself from any allegation she may be planning. When I got home, as soon as I opened the front door to the living room I saw her waiting for me. I turned on the voice recorder on my phone before opening the front door to get into my home. The first question she asked me was why I wasn't picking up my phone. I didn't respond, I just started walking toward the master bedroom. She then asked where the kids were and I told her that they are staying with her parent, their grandparent. As she followed me as I was on my way to the master bedroom, telling me that it was unnecessary to serve her divorce papers at work. I responded that I wanted to notify her the night before, but she was acting crazy and thing went out of hand, I told her that I didn't want to argue about anything or speak with her tonight. Note that she and her belonging are now in the guest bedroom. I threw her to the guest bedroom after D-Day, and I am staying in the master bedroom. She continues to follow me to the master's bedroom, and I shut the bedroom door in front of her, that shocked and triggered her anger, and she started banging on the door telling me to open the effing door. She started going crazy, she angrily called me names for serving her divorce papers, good thing I have the voice recorder on my phone recording our conversation for my protection in case things escalates and the law gets involved. Fortunately, after a minute or so she stopped knocking on the master bedroom door, the anger now turned to calmness, and she started speaking calmly through the door. She started begging that I should not follow through with the divorce, and that I should keep my promise to attend marriage counseling, she pleaded that I should open the door for us to talk and work something out. After about what seems like 10 minutes or so she stopped talking through the door since I wasn't responding, she left and went back to the guest room. I wanted to speak to her, but not now, I want to speak to her on my own term, after I have spoken to my lawyer. Today, my divorce lawyer wasn't available till around 1 p.m. in the afternoon. I spoke to her over the phone, and she said that in terms of child custody, that the parent who moved out may be penalized for leaving even if what they did was the best interest of the children to reduce conflict at home. To avoid this, she will draft a written parenting agreement, and I should have her sign it before moving out to establish a parenting schedule and agreeing that moving out isn't giving up any rights. If we can't reach an agreement, the parent who moves out but wish to have significant parenting time must ask the court to establish a shared parenting schedule. The earlier this can be accomplished, the better, so that shared parenting becomes the new status quo. Our home is already paid for, and she is the higher earning spouse so no spousal support or child support payment is likely, but I am hoping she will buy me out of my share of the house, 
but that's still down the line when the divorce agreement is being negotiated. After speaking with my lawyers, I went to Kinko's to print out the legal papers. I dropped off my kids at my in-laws again, and I went home. My wayward wife was not home so I waited for her, when she came through the front door, I had the papers in the living room table. I told her, that I will be moving out, and I needed her to read this document and sign it. She started going on about how she can't believe that I'm moving forward with the divorce, and that I am not giving our relationship another chance, she said that she would do anything for me to keep us together, she started pleading and crying. She said she didn't want to be alone, and she can't live without me. I reminded her that she wouldn't be alone, and that she can stay with her affair partner. She then told me that she didn't want to be with her affair partner, it was all a fantasy, she wants nobody but me because I am the love of her life. I responded that she has been having an emotional and possibly a physical relationship with a married man for two years. For two years she has been lying to me, for two years she has been lying by saying she loves me, if she has been lying to me for two years why should I believe her now? I told her that the reason she is saying this is because she got caught and she should sign the paper for the sake of the kids because we do not want them to see us like this. I told her that I can never trust her, even if I reconcile with her the relationship will never be the same. I told her that she said it herself that our marriage has been on the rocks. I noticed that the conversation was not going anywhere so I left the paper on the living room table, told her to sign the papers, and I walked off to the master bedroom. She immediately turns from crying and begging voice to an angry voice and screamed as I walked away, saying keep walking away like a coward, I will not sign anything till I speak to my lawyer. The paper sat on the living room table for two days, as I continue to drop off my kids at my in-laws, and she continues to drive up there to get them ready for school. I refused to speak to her unless she signed the papers. One morning she signed the papers, I believe she spoke to her own lawyer. During this period, she continues to cook and clean, she picks up our kids from her parent place, take them to school etc. Her parent leaves about 25 miles away, I guess the schedule is becoming hectic for her. I think she now understands that she can't continue like this, she must have realized that I have checked out of the marriage. Before she signed the paper, I had already found a condo that I liked but the move-in date is two weeks away, so I plan to get an extended stay hotel close to my home. I really can't stand living in the same house with her, and since she is becoming emotionally unstable there is no telling what she would do next. Plus, I need my kids to return to their home because taking them to their grandparent every day is destabilizing their life. Interesting news today, the other betrayed spouse called me out of the blue. I really don't know how she got my number, I must have dropped it by the last time I visited her office to expose my wayward wife and her wayward husband. She really didn't want to reveal any info on the phone, she wanted us to meet up at a coffee shop during lunch tomorrow. So, one and a half week from today, I plan to move into a new condo, my plan is to rent an extended stay hotel for $55 a night for a week and a half, to avoid any conflict with my wayward wife. I also have a meeting this afternoon with the other betrayed spouse, am anxious and apprehensive about meeting her, no idea what she had in mind, but I will find out. The last time I spoke to her she was devastated at the news that her POS husband is having an affair, she's a business owner, she runs a small business and seemed like a hard-working woman. The first time I saw her she looks like she is in her late 30s, so is her POS husband. I already took a picture of my wife's written timeline on my phone, my lawyer has the hard copy. 
Told my boss before I left work for lunch that I may not be coming back for the day. We arranged to meet at a coffee shop not far from my job site. She was there early and already seated on a table, I walked in and I recognized her immediately, she has a blonde hair, green eyes about 5 feet 6 inches inch tall very attractive woman, slander looking, prettier face than my wife, but my wife is way kevya. I didn't have much time to appreciate her features the first time because of the precarious circumstance, she cleaned up really nice today. My wife is not bad looking neither, she is about 5 feet 4 inches, blonde, very voluptuous much more than POS other man wife, my wayward wife has been gaining weight since her earlier 40s and she has been really insecure about it. I guess that's why she falls easily to flattery. The other betrayed spouse got up from her chair as soon as she saw me. I reached out to shake her hand, but she came closer and gave me a warm hug, it was kind of awkward. But I guess we connected because we were both betrayed spouse and she knew what I was going through or maybe she felt bad about what she is about to reveal. She started by thanking me for telling her about her husband infidelity, she said she don't know if I'm planning on staying with my wife but the information she is going to reveal to me about my wife will really upset me. She said that she wanted to write a letter and send it to me, but it wouldn't do it more justice, and she also wanted to take this opportunity to send my wife a message, and she felt like it will turn into a big mess, if she did it in person, she said I should tell my wife to stay away from her husband. She said that after I told her about her husband infidelity, she got upset, but instead of blowing up on her husband, she followed my advice by thinking it through. She employed the help of a private investigator to advise her on how to collect evidence of the extent of her husband infidelity. She was able to install a spy software on her husband's phone, since her husband uses the same phone for work, she was able to retrieve emails and text messages between him and my wife for the past four years. The other man must be really careless to let his wife near his phone, because my wayward wife phone is always locked and protected like a vault, and wouldn't allow me near an inch of it. It turns out that my wayward wife and her affair partner have been communicating on a secret text messaging app, and they are careful not to communicate anything romantic on their work email. The text messages reviewed that they have been having an affair on and off for the past three years, the relationship turned physical two years ago. Although the private investigator she hired didn't find any hotel receipt, it was obvious through the text messages that they have been meeting at hotels and bars at least twice every week. Working through the hacked text message timeline, I could see that the physical affair started few months before she got promoted. And from the transcript of their communication it appears that my wife is a very willful participant. However at first he attract her with compliments and gift, just like my wayward wife stated on my timeline. But once the physical affair started my wayward wife was planning the meeting location, from what I have read my wife was planning on leaving me for him, and was trying to convince him to leave his wife, so my wayward wife was trying to leave me for the younger affair partner, but he didn't seem too keen on abandoning his family. He seemed to be going with the flow, as a man reading the text messages, I could tell that he was using my wayward wife for Zex, and she was so blinded by the fog that she couldn't read in between the lines. This revelation came as a shock to me. I was more crushed more today than I was when I caught her ducking this guy in the parking lot. To think that the woman that I have been sleeping with for two years has been ducking another man for the past two years has been devastating, you should see how she spoke about me on the text messages. I feel ashamed humiliated and I feel like destroying myself. How could you do this to another person, I have done nothing but love this woman and this is how she pays me back, by demeaning me, calling me a loser, 
saying that I lack ambition, calling me old and unadventurous, saying that I don't do foreplay, that I am the two-minute man they lol at my expense. I was the subject of their jokes. I mean, the level of disdain she had against me is unprecedented. Why would she want to work on our marriage while clearly, she hates me and planned on leaving me, but only wanted to stay with me to keep up appearance of a marriage? The answer is because after I caught both of them ducking in the parking lot, the other man wanted to end the affair, because he didn't want his wife to know and file for divorce, he didn't want to leave his kids and his wife. The affair was over for him after he was caught by me, when my wayward wife realized that he wasn't leaving his family for her, she returned to me and wanted to work on our marriage, talking about going to a marriage counseling while knowing that she is just using me as the second best man. The other betrayed spouse said that she is not planning on divorcing her husband, she said he is moving heaven and earth to please her, she claims that he had done everything she asked of him and much more, the other man told his betrayed wife that there was nothing special between him and my wayward wife, that she had brief affair with other managers as well. Basically, she was the high-class hot tramp, although the other betrayed spouse didn't use that exact word. Furthermore, she said although she is staying for her kids and don't want to be a single mom, she still loves her husband and isn't leaving him for an office pass around, she didn't exactly say it that way, but that was essentially what she meant. The meeting took longer than I had anticipated. About three to four hours, she gave me a copy of all the evidence because she had a backup. I originally wanted to tell her about the timeline my wayward wife wrote, but at this point it's so obvious that the timeline she gave me was BS, so much that will be embarrassing to even bring it up, after the meeting she gave me a hug again. We bid our farewell and I left to drown my sorrow at a local bar near my house. Update This morning, I was woken up by my wayward wife tapping my shoulder, at first, I didn't know where I was, then I realized that I was laying on my living room couch, as I tried to seat up from the couch, I felt a throbbing headache. I must have had too much to drink at the bar last night. As I sat up, my wayward wife was in front of me, she was all dressed up for work, she said my kids are in the car ready for school, due to COVID the school bus is not running, so parent had to take their kids to school. She starts yelling at me for not picking up our kids from school yesterday, etc etc. Unfortunately, yesterday I forgot to pick them up because I went to the bar and got drunk while trying to get my mind off the revelation that I have been betrayed and humiliated under my nose for so many years. Fortunately my wayward wife was available to pick them up which is why she is upset at me right now slash I got up from the couch all sleepy heading toward the bathroom, while my wayward wife exit the house on her way to take the kids to school and head to work from there. The COVID lockdown is easing up so hopefully the bus will start running soon. I haven't told her about the revelation and the overwhelming evidence that was given to me by the betrayed spouse. I went to the master bathroom to wash my face, looked in the mirror, I looked gutted. I didn't know how I got home last night, the bartender must have gotten me a cab or an Uber. The meeting with the other betrayed spouse was playing in my mind like a record player. At first, I couldn't remember where I left the envelope full of evidence that she gave me. Then I remembered that I left it in my car which is still parked at the bar parking lot. It is not a good look that I lost control and drank more than I should have, I normally don't let myself go like this, but I was destruct at the level of betrayer and deception my wayward wife put me through over the years, I already knew my wayward wife was not the same woman I married 15 years ago, but I was not ready to know that she had basically cuckolded me with multiple guys for over 3 years and maybe more, and that feeling makes me sick to my stomach. I went to the bedroom to lay down. 
Then my phone rang, it was my boss. I was supposed to be at work at 7 a.m., and it was almost 9 a.m. I lied to my boss telling him that I went to the emergency room and that I wasn't going to make it into work today. I didn't want my boss or my co-workers to know about my personal business and what I am going through. I got an Uber to drop me off so I can pick up my car. When I got back home, I laid out the evidence all over my bed and thoroughly went through the text messages for more clarity. Just like I said on my previous post, they began texting each other three years ago, but they started using the private messaging app about two and a half years ago to hide their physical affair, the messages were detailed, including picture of her, she was touching herself quite provocatively on some of the photos, which is absolutely disgusting, to me this seemed out of character to the person I know. Throughout our relationship I had always been the one that initiates Zex, and she on the other had always accepted Zex with me a more like a chore, through our entire relationship I thought she had a low Zex drive, the photos and text messages prove otherwise, it was like a different person, the woman on the text and photos has a crazy high Zex drive. The only crazy side of her I got to see was when she was mad at me or yelling at me, but based on the text messages and photos she was sending this guy, it seemed like she was obsessed. I don't want to go into details about the text messages because they are so detailed and denigrating to me, on some of them she would say things like, I can't wait for you to go inside. She was texting him about Zex at least two times a day, any wonder why the other betrayed woman wanted her to stay away from her husband. Well, from all the evidence it seems like I didn't bring out that sexual side of her throughout our entire relationship. I felt like there is other part of her that I didn't get to see, and she was showing it to the other man unsolicited. I was just the guy she settled with, the guy to babysit the kids and keeps the household going while she goes off and screw other guys at work to advance her career. The other betrayed wife also gave me names of two other married managers that my wife had brief flings with. Supposedly, she broke it up with them and concentrated on the other man for some reason. I now know that for the past two and a half years I was being played. Who knows how long the fling with the other two managers went on for. I feel betrayed and hurt, and I want to hurt her, so she can feel the hurt as much as me, she must pay for this deceit, she is so evil and I need to show her that I am not the weak man that she thought of me. I am not going to confront her like before, I will try something that she would not expect, I would try to shock her. All I could think about was how to use this compromising information to my benefit, but I don't feel like confronting her again, not like I did before, I wanted to hit her where it hurts, I want to hit her on something she cares most about. I wanted to hurt her in such a way that it exposes who she really is. She has always been good at protecting her image in the community, fooling everyone. To our neighbors she is the sweetest lady, the type that welcomes new neighbors with casseroles. To our church she is the lead usher and the model Christian wife, always the smiling church lady. She is very insecure about her image and what people think about her, she has a type A outgoing personality, a natural leader. Back when she was in college she told me that she was a leader at just about every sorority she was into. To her parents she is daddy's angel with halo over her head. She can do no wrong, over the past two years as our marriage deteriorates my in-laws always thought I was to blame, so far I haven't informed them about her infidelity. I haven't told them that I caught her ducking another man in the parking lot. All they know is that we are having problems with our marriage and it was most likely my fault. Now I am going to take the kid's glove off. I will bust their bubble. I am going to send all the text messages and photos to her parent. 
I will reveal to them that daddy's innocent angel has a horn not a halo. They will know that daddy's angel has been a work pass around four years, and she has been using Zex to climb up the corporate ladder. I went to Kinko's to make extra copies of the evidence that the other betrayed wife gave me, then I schedule an appointment with my lawyer to discuss my legal options. I showed my lawyer the evidence. I asked her if I could sue my wife's employer along with other managers as a means to expose them, since my wife had Zex with two other managers plus the other man. It will make a good story in the local papers, even if the judge dismisses the case, my lawyer said that she would recommend another lawyer in the same office that would be great for a case like that. Fortunately, I was able to get a same-day appointment and I had a meeting with him immediately. I told the lawyer that my goal was to force my wife to leave my home within two days and hand over the ownership of the home to me in the divorce settlement. Otherwise I would sue her employer and the three affair partners. I will drag them to court and expose them to the local paper. The lawyer said that I could sue for alienation of affection, but it would require my wife's cooperation otherwise it would be thrown out of court. I told the lawyer that my intention is not to win the case, am aware that it will be thrown out of court, but since the company my wife works for is a respected local company it would cause a huge scandal and all three men are married, so I would imagine a lot of hardship for them. The lawyer went on to draft some legal documents for me to show my wayward wife. The plan is to use the document as an ultimatum to get a concession on the divorce agreements and to have her move out of the house as soon as possible. I will threaten her that I was going to sue her company and the managers she had sex with, and I will also notify the local papers. She knows that even though the lawsuit may be frivolous and will likely be dismissed out of court, the damage will be done when it goes public. I will use this threat to scare my wife into moving out of the house and to make me the sole owner of our family home. The lawyer was able to draft a legal paper to sue my wife's employer and the other managers. I picked up my kids from school and drove them to her parents' house. Her parents are good people, they are in their late 70s retired and God-fearing folks. They were both home that day. I held a meeting with them, and I showed them all the evidence of her affair including some of the pictures to drive the severity of how out of control their daughter is. Her dad was devastated and apologized to me profusely. Her mom couldn't believe that her church-going daughter could do such a thing. It was like the wool was pulled over their eyes. I felt kind of sad revealing this info to them, although I knew beforehand that it would devastate them, it was still really sad to watch. When I got home my wife was on the phone with her parents, she was crying. She got off the phone as soon as I got home, started asking me questions about the evidence I had on her, she was very nervous and shocked that there were photos involved. It was like her whole world was crushing down. I have never seen her so humbled, but I have to keep strong and not show any weakness. I pushed my advantage and used this opportunity to ask for what I wanted. I surprised her with the additional information about the ongoing lawsuit. I told her that I have already hired a process server and they will serve them tomorrow morning. She was shocked that I knew about the other managers that she had sex with, she had this look of shock, holding her palm on her mouth like she is holding herself back from vomiting. She then grabbed her hair with both hand pulling like she was trying to pull her hair from her scalp. To add to the flavor, I told her that I have already contacted the local paper and I will email them a copy as well. By this time, she was now on her knees begging me, asking what she could do to make this all go away, her precious job that she worked so hard for, her public image that she polished so well, 
will all be destroyed after the local papers are done with her and her company. The thing she cared most about, even her relationship with her parent ruined because of my revelation. She told me that, if I drop the suit against her employer and don't send the evidence of her infidelity to the papers she would grant me a peaceful amicable divorce and whatever divorce I offer. She said she will pay me alimony if I want. I told her that all I want is for her to move out of the house by tomorrow and on the divorce agreement remove her name from the deed of our home, 50-50 custody, and an amicable divorce. She hesitated for a few seconds then nodded her head hastily and said absolutely. Still on her knees she added that I should give her one week to move out because she has nowhere else to go, all her friends are married and her parent are mad at her right now so she can't stay with them. I suggested that she can stay at an extended stay hotel till the condo I rented is ready. Then she can take over my lease, I have already paid the security deposit and all she needed to do was to take over the lease agreement. She agreed. I turned around and went into my bedroom and called it a night. Two days later my wayward wife moved out of the family home, she moved into the condo that I had already paid the security deposit and first month rent for, we met with our lawyer to finalize the divorce agreement on the terms we agreed upon, amicable divorce, she signed off her right to our family home, the home is value at about $520,000 based on similar comps of homes sold in the area. I don't know if it was too much of a pain for her because she make about $120,000 a year at her job, and that's just salary not including bonus, and I make $85,000. So, it may not be as much of a financial hit to her, 50-50 custody of our kids. My kids are getting older so they wouldn't be needing a lot of babysitting and hand-holding. I still care about my now-divorced wayward wife and I love her, however, I know that the person that I love is not real but a projection of my imagination. Six weeks after she moved into the condo, the only time, I see her is when I drop off my kids at her house. I haven't spoken to the other betrayed spouse yet, maybe I will try calling her sometime next week or maybe not, I have turned that page of my life. Concerning dating again, at 57 going on 58 this year, the dating scene is tough, it's all about online dating these days. I plan on getting myself back in shape, stop drinking, I am not in a hurry to jump back in any relationship anytime soon, I am just focusing on myself, my kids, and my job. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.